Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Youngmi Mayer. And I'm Brian Park. And today, we're going to start with our Patreon shoutouts. Let's do it. Straight into business. Um, guys, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way for you to support our podcast. And if you like our content, consider don making a small donation to us. So... Young we can Indiana. survive. We can survive, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to do that, you can do that at patreon.com slash feelingasian. But before we do that, let's address that we are recording this the day after Halloween. Yeah. You know, it wasn't crazy because of coronavirus, but yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a laziness to the energy. Well, are you, are you saying that about me? Uh, I'm projecting here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you feel lazy? A little bit. Why? What'd you do? Well, I just slept really late. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... Um, this is going to come out on Wednesday, the day after uh, the, the election. election. Well, hopefully you'll get a brief, uh, uh, what is it? Respite yeah. or like an escape through this From podcast. four more years of Trump, which wow. is my prediction, even though obviously I'm not a Trump supporter. Well, I'm I just want to address it because this is coming out the day after the election. Hopefully the world isn't going to be in absolute turmoil. Ugh. I mean, realistically, the election results, we probably won't even know. Everyone's just going to be on edge and anxious. Yeah. Isn't that like what everyone's saying? That it's like, they're gonna, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the, the mail-in ballots, like they said, they're not even going to start counting them until Ugh. the day after the election. But All anyways. Right. Anyway. This is a great way into our Patreon shout okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, cool. So, and the way it works is we, there's no rules now. We're just going to guess who you are. We're just going to describe how you fuck, you. how much money you make, whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. First shout out goes to lawful adult level, Maddie Henkin. Oh, wow. Is that a white person? <laughs> no, Maybe. no comment. Maybe. Yeah. You know, um, what? I, I'm going to say it's a white person. That's well, because we, we also do get a lot of, I that's feel That's like how Korean relatable our these. podcast is. Like, despite it being called feeling Asian, white people <laughs> fuck with us heavy too. <laughs> yeah. You, so you're guessing this is a white, a white woman, Maddie Or Hankin. an adopted Korean person. Adopted Korean person. <laughs> Youngmi, you're the expert. Put on your psychic hat. Okay. How does Maddie Hankin fuck? I'm seeing a haircut, which sometimes I'm psychic. <laughs> I'm seeing a hairstyle, pigtails. Oh. Pigtails. So when I know? say how she fucks, you're just thinking pigtails. No, but the pigtails are like a, a, a so signal. Pig, so pigtails is just a euphemism for incredibly slutty and kinky. Is yeah. What you're saying. Because I think, you know, everything else dresses very conservatively. And then she has pigtails and people on the street, they're like, what yeah. The fuck? I know what's going on here. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna okay, say we lost I was that, gonna say subscriber. Hit me baby one more time, Britney Spears, but Yeah. That also means anal. So. Yes. Pigtails mean means anal. Maddie, thank you for your donation and keep doing you. Second shout out goes to another lawful adult level, Montira Suksambun. Sounds hot. Montira Suksambun. I'm gonna guess that Montira Suksambun is she's a she owns her own, she's self-employed. She owns her own business. Mm. Montero Saksambun. It just rolls off the tongue. It inspires confidence. I feel like I could start a business just by saying Montero Saksambun. But yeah. then the way she fucks, extremely dominant. Boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't boring. know. You boring. Said boring. <laughs> <laughs> Can you care, care to elaborate on that a little bit I more? I just feel young? like if you're successful, you don't have time to explore or energy. The kinky shit. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that 
when your life is in shambles, yeah. you pacify yourself and try to make yourself feel better by saying, well, at least Putting I on a fuck leash. good. Yeah. At least I know how to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Steve Jobs, boring. You know, he's had too much on his plate. But although I will say... R.I.P. Elon Musk. No, seems boring. Kind of boring. Boring. Nuh-uh. There's boring. no... I will... I swear to God, Elon <laughs> Musk sucks at sex. <laughs> I will put money on it. I will bet him... How much is he worth... $12 billion dollars or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason why he wants to go to Mars is so yeah. he can, he sucks, he sucks at fucking so bad yeah. that he just wants to go to another planet just to say I'm the best at fucking exactly. this place. Also Grimes also probably sucks at sex. <laughs> Grimes I've, for that's sure That's why they're sucks. married. Yeah. For, for sure. Grimes you know is what like mean? Too, way too try hard yeah. like alt that yeah. it's not going to meet that expectation. Everyone that that's that alty sucks. That's I know personally because I also suck at sex <laughs> and I'm trying so hard with my I look. Know. Initially I was going to say like, I'm not successful and I suck at fucking. So what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Brian, I'm sorry. <laughs> but thank you, Montero sucks on Boone. And our last Patreon shout out for the day goes to lawful adult level, Julie Chang Murphy. Wow. Julie Chang Murphy. Yeah. Julie Chang Murphy is married to a white guy. Maybe. Good for her. You know what? I'm coming around. <laughs> um, sounds like a responsible That's mom. exactly what I'm thinking. Really? I'm thinking... What a solid qu- name. Quintessential white picket fence, two kids. Everything's pleasant in their life. Right. And she's truly happy. I bet that Julie Chang Murphy wears those sneakers that are like secretly high heels sneakers. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like the insole. Heavy... Uh, Isabel Moran. An aggressive insole inside the sneaker. <laughs> But they're like, you know, it's a look. Yeah. That's yeah, what for she sure. wears when She's she goes She's got the out. sneakers. Her husband's rocking the North Face, the Patagonia down jacket. They have a happy family, healthy yes. sex life. Yes. Healthy sex Nothing life. to roast here. I was going to say I used to make fun of those sneaker he- high heels, but then I started wearing Uggs and now I don't, don't make fun of anyone's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except you roasted I me lost heavily right. for my joggers tucked into my socks look. Yeah. The other day. But I was wearing sequin Uggs when I was doing that. I know. I was like, yo, you need to check yourself first because you're projecting big time here. I've, I've lost my rights to make fun of people's shoes is all I'm going to say. Let's introduce our guest. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Guys, I'm really excited for this episode because we have a tremendous guest this week. He is an incredibly talented comedian and you can catch him on the second season of Rami. He's also the funniest person in that this I've ever room. met. In this room for sure. In this room oh, for sure. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh. But guys, please give your ears to Donish Makbul. Yo. What up? What up? What up? What a fun game to guess like how they fuck based on the name. Yeah. We've gotten some hate for it because it's. I think it makes some people uncomfortable. Yeah, but are you... Do you guys find that you're more right than wrong? Honestly, I yes. think we're right a lot. We do even when these... even when we guessed, yeah, the, what kind of job they had. There was a guy. His name is Kayano Kayano Wait, and we guessed that he was like a music video director because Kayano is just a fucking badass name. <laughs> no, he sent us a photo. He's not a music video director, but he said, "Yo, when I was in elementary school, look what I wrote for my dream job, and it said music video director." <laughs> wow, psychics. Psychic. Both That's even crazier. Crazy, right? He's like, you guessed what 
He should have been. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. guess his dream. <laughs> now he's like, like, maybe I should do those this. Those are the thoughts he like carries in his heart, and but doesn't have the the balls to tell his parents. <laughs> yeah, we guess that. <laughs> like even his girl Asian don't feelings. know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Uh, but Donish, we're really happy to have you here. And before we start learning a little bit more about you, young me, how are you feeling? Okay, so I was gonna talk about this, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to, but now I feel like I should. Because okay. you know when you're a therapist. And then there's that thing that you don't want to talk about. And they just have a, the yeah, moment like, you, the moment your ass touches the chair, it comes out. <laughs> yeah. No. No. And then my therapist was like, "Oh, you don't have to say that if you don't want to." But I was like, "I feel like I, I feel like that's the thing I should talk about." So therapists, that's them negging us into revealing our secrets. No, she wasn't. You don't have to she tell wasn't us doing that. Like, you know what? No, she was like, "You don't no, think I'm gonna fucking tell you? I'm gonna fucking tell you that." <laughs> no, she wasn't doing that. How dare you accuse my therapist? Of negging me, brain, uh, what's it called? The uh, gaslighting. The gaslighting me. you, yeah. Um, no, she was like, no, you don't have to like until you're ready, but like, but then I always say it, and then I feel better. This is not that situation because it's like it's always like me being like, ah, I'm, I feel jealous of somebody, and like it's embarrassing when I feel jealous, you know, mm, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, that that's not what this is, but I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about something. Because I feel like it's important um, for other people to hear this. But, like, I want to talk about... I have my period. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) I just looked over at the two men sitting in the room. And I was like, I have my period. There's, like, saliva dripping off of my chin. I'm like, what? (laughs) Gross. What does that mean? Should we all be in the same room together? Should I go into the period hut? Um, (laughs) Sorry, I should have told you. Uh, So I have my period, which I... I was like telling Donish before we started recording, I'm like not a comedian that talks about stuff like that a lot, but I just wanted to say this one thing. I feel like for most women, when you get your period, there's one, one or two days where you are literally so ill. Like it's like the level of like not good that you're feeling is like maybe like the first day that you have a cold. Like that's how your body, how much your body is struggling. But, like, we're not allowed to, like, ever take a sick day because of your period. So, like, once a month, at least one or two days a month, women are feeling, like, at the level of being sick, right? Yeah. And they're just, they just have to, like, live life like they're normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what I mean? And it's, like... Oh, I, for sure. <laughs> that's, correct. like, a classic... Well, no, I don't and know how like, it feels, Yeah, but, yeah. Well, yeah, you do have to live because it's also not contagious. Yeah. So then you're like, or is oh, it? Oh, you're not contagious, so you That's gotta you go think. to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be wild if it was. Con- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but no, but like it's like you're. There's no like room in society for women to be like, oh, I have my period. They're like, oh, shut up. You know, like, yeah. Come on, man. Grow but up, also, whatever. like, guys do that thing where you're like, oh, you're being kind of, you're expressing discomfort. Well. Are you on your fucking period? Yeah. Yeah. When you're now being I'm a like, bitch. Uh, yeah. This is how idi- how much of an idiot I am. I'm like, oh, yeah. That would annoy the shit out of me if someone said that, hurled that back at me. If I'm already feeling like absolute goddamn shit. But also, I mean, it's a hormonal thing, so it does. This is the thing. <laughs> I hate saying this, but like oh, every you're... time I get in a screaming match with somebody on the street or something, the next day I get my period. I'm like. Predictable. (laughs) I'm I'm an anti-feminist. But then it's like, it's such a hard, it's hard because like, I hate saying that because there is truth to it, but then men do use it as like a, 
like they, a, they weaponize it, right? right? right and that's right, why right. it's unfair. Yeah. Right. But it is kind of true. But I'm also an idiot like, though, because when you, yeah. but like the first thing you said when you came into this room before we even started recording, you were like, "I feel like shit. Like I'm on my, I'm on my period. It feels yeah. like the flu." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And that happens every month. Yeah. That's yeah. There's that's at least crazy. one day where I feel like I'm literally dying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. It's yo. just like the worst feeling. You know, like I hesitated yeah. to tell you. I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast. Right, but right, it's right. just like because it's embarrassing. You're like, you're supposed to feel like you're just supposed to power through it and act normal, you know? Like, oh, for sure. No, we should have more acknowledgement yeah. of the fact that women have to go through this once a month. Donish. Yeah, everyone Absolutely. listen to him. No, yeah, it's just I, like I it's, think there yeah. should there should be I don't know what we should do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, y'all got to come up with a plan because I'm not going to talk for y'all, you know, but I'm down with whatever y'all want to do. Yo, I'm Donish 2020. Yeah, right? Yeah. You, we still have time. I don't know exactly what to do, but I think there should be an acknowledgement. Because that's where we fuck up. We're like, oh, we should do something. Here's what we should do. Already we fucked up. Right, you know? 100%. Yeah, like, let's, this totally is not, be, this is not our space to prescribe what to do. Yeah. I, I just think it's just like, I, I think that people should just be like, okay, it is a serious, it's very extremely pain, excruciating. Like, it's not like, it's like someone fully being sick. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, it feels like horrible. Fuck. Anyway, that's how I'm feeling. Like horrible. Damn. <laughs> how are you feeling, Brian? Honestly, I don't know. Valid. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly don't know how I feel. Usually like every week when we record this podcast, I have like a, like a strong idea. There's like yeah. a predominant emotion going on with me. But yeah, this week it's just, there's good shit going on that makes me happy. I'm caught up with some friends. That's good. But then dating life, shitty things happen. But then overall, I think I'm kind of just here. Right. Yeah. This is, feels weird for me to say because I don't think I've been so uncertain about my emotions on this podcast before. I think you're about to get your period. <laughs> it's <laughs> contagious. It maybe, is contagious. Maybe. Maybe. I'll let you know tomorrow if, I, <laughs> if that's right. I mean, uh, I think a big thing and. You know, we're recording this, like, we're like three days away from the election. I think there's a lot of anxiety. I'm and so I'm, traumatized I'm, I'm, by I'm this. feeling it. Because yeah. um, even, like, in situations where you don't even expect to talk politics, like, it's on the forefront of everyone's mind. And I think, especially in a place like New York, yeah, where people are very politically engaged, it is, uh, there's, like a, there's like an anxiety there for sure, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely nervous for what's going to happen in mm -hmm. this upcoming election. But yeah, overall, I'm trying to stay optimistic. And um, honestly, yeah, I, there's that space. I would, If there was a predominant feeling that I've got going on right now, it's that. It's like the anxiety about this upcoming election. But on top of that, I'm kind of just like, yeah, I'm just here. I'm chilling. Honestly, I'm just chilling. That's maybe, that means good. Because yeah. usually on this podcast, I'm like, I'm fucking depressed. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm chilling. That's how I feel right now. I think the election is like so emotionally scary that I can't even really think about it. Yeah. Or so, like my brain is refusing to think about it. Has it ever felt this way? I, I can't think of, I mean, this is our biggest election because we're now the oldest we've ever been. Yeah. So the issues matter to us the most that they ever mattered. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But, bro, this feels like a major, like, like a fight, like a big Tyson fight. Like the huh. anxiety 
Because mm-hmm. I'm a sports fan growing up. So the anxiety that I have is like the anxiety I would have felt, you know, when Tyson was fighting Lennox Lewis. You know, like I yeah. feel like it's like a huge thing. Yeah. But then we got to also live with the results too. You know, it's not sure. like just oh. an event. Yeah. yeah. It's an event followed by four years of celebration, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the 2016 was so intense. I don't even think I've recovered from that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, was. it was just like a major disappointment for a lot of people in New oh. York. Like, I remember. I remember the day after that election, there was just like a grayness. Everyone was yeah, openly crying that. on the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember a woman just screaming when the results on the street. No! You know? <laughs> really? It was like kind of funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're at an open mic. And you just hear this person screaming at the street. You were at an open mic? Like, yeah, we were at an open mic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad, you know? It's like that one, uh, you know, that viral video of that woman at the inauguration? Where they're like, you are now the president of the United States. And she just goes, no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Donish, but I don't know if you touched on this just right now, but how are you feeling? Oh, I'm good. Uh, I I got married like three weeks ago. Nice. What? Yeah. Congratulations. Three weeks ago. Wow, congrats. Thank you. It was weird to do it in uh, Rona. You know, yeah. everybody was like, oh, why didn't you delay it? You know, right, right. And we don't live, we didn't live together. Mm. And my mom and dad wouldn't let me live with her, and her dad wouldn't let me live, you know, oh. they wouldn't let us live together before we got married. So it was like we were supposed to get married in July. And then, and so I was feeling like a lot of like angst, you mm. know, and now it's like a lot of like relief, man. I can finally get to live with my woman. Yeah. Wow. So now I'm going. Are you now that. living? Are you living together now? Yeah, we're living together oh, in my damn. house. We looking yeah. for a house, but right? Yeah, we in my crib. You yeah. know, but yeah, it's it's cool. You know, I'm switching up out of my routine. Mm. You know, because yeah. I have a routine at my crib now for 31 years, and yeah. now there's another Person. woman. That, yeah. yeah. So, and she needs to have her own routine. So right. it's like you know. Like, I set up a new TV in the basement, so I'm a chill. You know, it's like little <laughs> shit. Yeah. But it's like my whole routine has changed. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I'm I'm feeling like, you know, just trying to establish this new routine, keep other people in mind, especially her in mind. And, like, that's that's a whole new thing. Right. I've always, I've always been so selfish mm. with that stuff. So mm-hmm. now, yeah, for the first time, I, like, did the dishes yesterday I don't do the dishes You know yeah. But it's like trying What did to, you do before When If you had dishes I was just like A, a mama's boy Like mm. people would just Do my dishes Right Which oh. looking back Is like Such a fucked view You know I was like <laughs> such a kid For yeah. sure So long Like For I sure I do my laundry You know Yeah Like Just like Kid shit Basically yeah, yeah. I was 31 Like living as a kid yeah. So I've had a lot of growing up to do. Yeah, but I think it takes a lot to even admit that to yourself because I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people who live like that where their moms like do everything for them, but they won't admit it. Yeah. Because it's like, quote unquote, it's embarrassing. You know? Yeah, it is. So you'll, it's easier to just lie or not even admit that kind of stuff. But damn, dude, that's crazy. So yeah. you're just going through like rapid changes. And you've never lived with a, like somebody that you dated then? No. Ever. Whoa. No, never. Wow. 
Yeah. That's crazy. No, it is. And especially, like, never dated. And now is the person's my wife. Mm. So, like, you know, once you have a wife, you're like, you care about how they're feeling more than you're feeling. Because mm. this is, like, your extension. Right. Right? Mm. So you got to take care of that. Right. To make sure, like, they big you up. Ultimately, you're taking care of them to take care of yourself. Okay. Right, so it's still yeah. selfish, but it's like that's why we all do stuff, you know, right, right. for ourselves. So I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. it's nice. Yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, that's like an important. Uh, I think that's like what you just said is like something actually I've been thinking about a lot because I think that we get a lot of uh, not us, me personally, from the podcast. Yeah, I've gotten messages from Asian men being like, "Oh, like you have like an ego, like you have an ego." I got this one DM. One. Now I'm like upset. I'm like, everyone hates me. <laughs> I have my ego maniac. <laughs> but then, so I was like, oh, that's, I was like, of course I have a fucking ego. I'm a human being. It's like saying, oh, you have a liver. We all have a fucking ego. Yeah. And you have to admit to it and be like, I'm a selfish person. And I do things for my own, you know, benefit. For sure. Because that's natural. And it's, all of us do it. And you yeah. know what's fucked up? The person pretending not to have an ego. Mm. That's yeah. that's where they're getting weird. And now they're sending me angry DMs. Yeah. You know, like this 45-year-old, like, Asian man. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, who the f- Who are you? Yeah. You need to, like, express your ego so now you don't get, like, angry about strangers online that For you have sure. nothing to do with. You no, know? that's no, a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even in these discussions, like, political discussions lately, especially around yeah. New York. Yeah. The honest truth is most of us, we're all privileged, you know? Yes. The fact that we're even living in this city, like yeah. our existence in this metropolitan place, we're mm-hmm. privileged. Like, yeah. And mm. I feel like that's a hot button word, like that's thrown around. And people oh, yeah. often conflate it with, they can't admit that to themselves that they're privileged because out of fear that like, well, I'm not a bad person. It's like, no, no, no. Like you can acknowledge, like you, we all should acknowledge our privilege, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean... Just because I'm privileged doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Like, those yeah. are, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they get so fucking weird about that. It should be the opposite. You should feel honored to be privileged, mm. right? Because yeah. it's like, wow, like, I got to grow up, like, in this life. Like, I got to grow up so lucky. Yeah. And I grew up in such a privileged life. I should recognize how lucky I am. Yeah. And then through that, I should take a look at people who are not so lucky, right? right? And who didn't get that that like luck of the draw right so that i've always looked at because i grew up very bro i had the uh, the best best like life growing up you yeah. know playstation the first day it came out yeah like already you know the vibes you right, know i got right, everything yeah. and i wasn't too rich to like not have a dose of reality too it was like the perfect right. mix right. right you know and i wouldn't trade that for anything i think this is a good transition here where you said you got the playstation on day one yeah. Now, I've always known you through comedy. You're like a tremendous and very fucking hilarious stand-up comedian. Oh, thank but you, man. Thank you used to be a pro gamer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was at the of the forefront of this happening in America. What? Like, this wasn't a big thing. But like when, when esports just touched down in America. Yeah, because esports was big in, over in like Japan and like Korea, yeah, it was pretty huge already. 
right? They play like StarCraft. Yeah, like, was, I, like I'm Korean and I remember I was I played so much StarCraft. That's so, why I stopped playing because I was so addicted. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm kind of over this. Yeah, I like it, play like 15 hours a day. I'm kind of I'm burned out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, StarCraft is a sick game. Yeah, so it's like I understand. You yeah. Know? But yeah, it it was huge over there, but it right. wasn't huge over here. Right. Right? And then they had like Halo come out and then this company called Major League Gaming. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. They started. And then so I started going to Halo tournaments. Whoa. And then I ended up just like getting a job at the company. Like but were you like were you going as a fan or were you going as a competitor? Like, I were was you good? playing, yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, so I was like pretty good. Like I ended up like, <laughs> you know, being like top fifty in the world at what? Some point. what? Yeah, at, but at that wasn't Halo, at which, right? Halo? At Halo okay. Yeah. But that wasn't like amazing, you know? Like it was good. It was yeah. really good. But then yeah, for sure. I at one point I knew everybody in the world by name who was better than me Whoa. at a video game Whoa. which is pretty Whoa. cool to say but that's yeah. like a huge game right like everyone plays it's yeah. a huge game yeah. yeah that's wild yeah and i wasn't even that good i was just really like i was worse at halo the first time i played than i've seen anybody ever play okay for the first time right right like i was really bad and then there was this kid who was like in my town who was like kind of a dick yeah. you know and he was really good at video games uh-huh. and I didn't even own an Xbox but my other boy just let me borrow it and yeah. I just like got really into it because I just wanted to beat this kid wow. oh my God. lesson here spite is yeah. like the ultimate motivator yes. it was yes. it was bro and then three months later he came over one time yeah. and we played and I whooped his ass yes right? I was so good and then I just remember him being like, yeah, man, you're better than me now. And he just left, you know? Oh, and he just was so he left upset. the town. Oh, my God. He, was, he left the country. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That was the last we ever heard of He disappeared. Dude. He was actually into dust. like, it sounds like some sort of... I think he's like a doctor now. Some loser yeah. like that, you know? He gave up video games and then just decided to become a doctor. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you were the best thing that happened, though. Yeah, 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 I oh my know, basically. <laughs> that guy I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> He's like married to a model. <laughs> he fucked me. I, I became a fucking comedian. He became a doctor, dude. Driving a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. He probably lives in Aspen or something. Yeah, but. he probably has a few homes. Yeah, that's crazy. So were you like, how did your parents take all of this? Were they supportive of your like obsession with gaming? Um, no, but I was head, like, no. I was like a pretty sharp kid yeah. like I would you know I wouldn't get good grades but I could like do well on a test every yeah. time so I would get away with a lot right right and then I was winning 200 bucks like every weekend yeah. what yeah because there was Damn. like local tournaments yeah every weekend and then there was one there was two kids that were always going to win the local tournament but then there was two tournaments in the state so yeah. I would just go to the other tournament uh -huh. uh, right okay. and just win yeah. like we would communicate yeah which one are you going to win yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to win the other one so you know I was like making money yeah as a kid and my dad was down with that right. you know and then my dad's also on the vibe of this is your life yeah he's yeah. so much on that vibe cuz he he lived his own life and nobody told him shit yeah. And he turned out just fine. Right, 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 right. So he's like putting a lot of strength into that. Damn. 
And then, and then I got a, a job there after I, like, got done playing. Like, working for Major League Gaming? Yeah, like, okay. I was, like, because I, I would talk shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? And then, so they were, like, yo, you're funny at talking shit. And then I asked for a job. I was, like, hey, can I, like, come work for you? Work for you guys. Yeah. You guys, like, have commentators and stuff. And they, like, let me, like, first it was an intern. And then they gave me, like, a job for, like, $15 an hour. That's crazy. Yeah, and I just worked there for, like, six years. I became, like, a commentator. Okay, so you're a commentator. That was your job. Yeah, I did that for, like, a long time. Wow. Like, I know all these kids that are, like, super famous now. Yeah. Like, Ninja is a big gamer. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, I used to watch him as a kid. Like, like his parents would tell me to, like... You know, watch watch Tyler. You know, Whoa. so yeah, he's like a homie. You know, Whoa. to this day, that's crazy. Yeah, so all these kids, I saw them when they were not doing shit. You know, yo, and it's cool. Yeah, is he rich? Do you make a lot of money? Being oh, a Ninja, Ninja so makes rich. like two hundred, like a hundred million dollars a year. A hundred yeah. million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Just like sponsorship deals with Twitch and I'm Mixer get, and all that stuff. Can you teach my son yeah. how to play video games? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, they got to they gotta start young. I aged out of it. That's what happened. Is to that me. what happened what? to you? What? What do you mean? Why? How yeah, can you just, age out of it? How can like, you age you out know, of it? Like, you know, I bought the new Xbox. It's yeah. coming. Yeah. But I I can't, you know, life is going on. Life, yeah. you, t- you find out life is a video game. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I wanted to do stand-up so bad as a kid. There's oh. a ladder in video games. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And eventually, you're like, you reach the top of that ladder. Mm-hmm. You know everybody in the world who's yeah. dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I've seen the best of the best. Yeah. And this game is only, this circle's only going to grow. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Esports. Yeah. We already knew that. We knew what esports was going to be now in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody who was privy to the shit knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, do I want to make this my life you mm. know like somebody offered me six figures to like become a streamer and i was just like i came out a pivotal point it was Whoa. either do this for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and you don't love it as much as the other people that you're doing it with right you, it's clear you know the passion level is different so you're probably not going to survive mm-hmm. or you got to do like the thing you're really passionate about but like really scared to do you know mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, yeah. and that wow. was stand up for you yeah and it was such a scary jump man yeah <laughs> you know like when yeah. you were at that open mic and then the woman screamed no <laughs> you're like yeah i made the right choice <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> video games taught me everything right as far as you could be good at something and then rise no matter what yeah if mm. you just stick with it yeah and do the things right right and then your passion level will determine your end point. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're really more passionate about the shit than probably everyone else in the game, yeah, you're going to go further. You know? You're, you're, you'll push yourself to be that talented. Totally. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think it sounds... It's like real-life learning, you know? You don't learn this shit in... I, I guess you do passively, but compared to, like, traditional academia, mm-hmm. like, what you learn in video games is just a lot of, like, discipline tenacity putting in like hard work and yeah. focus and it gives you results and you're making money you really on top have of that to enjoy yeah. It. Yeah, yeah it's the level thing also helps right yeah. mm-hmm. it's so good for an analogy for life but like yeah we're all like just playing on levels mm-hmm. Damn. and every time you want to level up 
it opens up a whole new... I feel like that about stand-up. Stand-up's like that too, you know? Yeah. You're doing open mics and you start doing shows and then you start opening for people. Yeah. And then it's like there's levels to it. Yeah. You start doing colleges. Like everything's just a little rung on the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. It, that's exactly what it is. And then you could point point to specific sets. Yeah. Right? That And that's like when you learn a certain way to execute a move in right. a video game. It's like it, it goes yeah, so it's deep. So similar. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's crazy. I did not know that about you, and it's super fascinating. But I do want to switch gears a little bit because we've gotten— I want to, like, ask you a few questions that fan— like, our listeners have wanted us to ask, like, future guests. Okay. And so, Donish, you are Pakistani-American. Yep. And you're also Muslim. Yep. In your words, like, what is Desi culture? Because I've heard the term thrown around, like, I— as an East Asian person, I don't know much about it. I kind of just have this very loose, vague, like— I guess it's just brown America. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want to hear from you. What is, what does it mean to be Desi? Like, what's Desi culture? Well, India, the Indo-Pak, yeah. right? India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, yeah. right? Sri Lanka. All those people fall into Desi culture. Okay. Right? And, and, it's, and it's like, if you live in those, like, does in, like, do Indian people in India have, Desi culture, or is it specific to like you have to be like outside of those native countries? I'm I'm not sure. I think it might be more of an Americanized term, mm. or outside of there. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think that Indian people are ever going to say too much to align themselves with Pakistani people. Mm. You know, <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're probably going to stay away, and Pakistani <laughs> will do the same. You know, yeah, yeah. So they're always like probably not trying to use a unity term like that. Okay. Right. But once you step outside of that, everybody here, it's we want to unite outside of. If you're here in yeah. America and you see other brown people, you want to unite with them. Right. You don't want to have that issue that's back home. Mm-hmm. Over here. Like, yeah. you're Hindu, I'm Muslim. It's cool, uh, right? right? That's the whole thing back home, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially, like, it, not especially right now, but it's still going on right now hard, right? you know? Yeah. Like, right. what's happening in India is wild. So, I don't know if people would say that, but they see culture is, you know, Pakistanis, Indians, Bangladeshis, Sri Lankans, basically all of brown Asians. Mm, Right? Yeah. That sounds like how kind of Asian Americans like in America were like, yeah, we're Asian. Fuck yes. And then like, I mean, I'm talking about East Asians, obviously, but like, but like if you go to like Japan, they're like, I'm fucking Japanese. I'm not fucking Korean. You know, exactly. Korean people are like, no, I'm, I'm very Korean. Like I'm not Asian. But over here, you don't have numbers to say yeah. that right yeah. like i can't be like y'all pakistani and then have like a bunch of brown people behind me that will also support that because mm. we're all from different places right right we right, don't right. have numbers here mm. right yeah so when you don't have numbers you just decide to end the bullshit between y'all i see, yeah. Also, I see. yeah also it's like white people don't can't tell the difference anyway so they can't <laughs> Yeah, no, it is just like, thank you. (laughs) It's just like y'all saying Asian, like this podcast, like feeling Asian, right? Like, y'all don't say, uh, young me, where are you you from? Where's your family? Korea. Korea. So y'all don't say feeling Korean, even though both of y'all are Korean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's to grab, like, because over here, people who have the same uh, struggle as Koreans do are probably other. Chinese people, Japanese people, right? Because we're all going through this experience here. Right, How but I will you, say yeah. that 
you know, when we use the term Asian American, there's a short sightedness in it because yeah. Yumi and I, like, we're East Asian. When most Americans say Asia, they think like Japanese, Korea, or Japan. Yeah. Or China. And, or China, yes. Yeah. That's like the big one. And, you know, it's it's not as inclusive as it can be because there's like, there's the entire South Asian diaspora that yeah. we just can't, yeah. like, it, they get underrepresented in this thing and yeah. in this term. And I wonder, is there a similar thing going on when like, you speak of Desi culture? Because well, are there like brown countries that don't get as much representation within that? sort of catch-all term? For sure. Bangladeshis are super, super disrespected. Mm. Kashmiri people aren't even really recognized, yeah. right? Because they're still fighting for their land to this day. Right. You know, mm. nobody cares about Sri Lankan and Sikh people. They don't give them enough love, mm. you know? Mm. It's basically, again, just Indians and Pakistanis taking over this whole subcontinent yeah. in terms of vibe. Mm. And it's not as inclusive as it should be, Yeah. Right. But it's still a culture I'm proud to be part of. For I'm sure. proud right. to, like, if anytime, anytime anybody knows the word Desi, it yeah. excites me. Yeah. You know, it's like you're trying, mm. you yeah. know. It's the same thing as saying South Asian. Yeah. Right. But it's like the next level of mm -hmm. saying that, I guess. Yeah. So uh, it's like yeah. you, know, you learned a little bit more than mm -hmm. just saying the word South Asian. Right. Right. How do you feel when, like, you know, as a Pakistani person, you are grouped into this huge, like, Asian-American thing? Like, how does that feel? I like it. Mm. Yeah, I like... I like... I even try to say, oh, I'm Asian, just like, you know, uh, Korean people are Asian or Japanese. Mm. I, I like... Sorry. I like, <laughs> like, being part of a bigger group. Yeah. Right. Because then, you know, you... Again, you have numbers in terms of, like, act, making actual change. Right, right, and right. I don't see too much of a a difference. Obviously, yeah. there's a huge difference between China and uh, Pakistan. You know, right, 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 now, right. China locking up Muslims. You right. know, right, right, right. So obviously, there's, but in terms of the people here, mm -hmm. we're all immigrants coming in this country trying to make a bigger name for ourselves and for our culture. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what all we're trying to do here. And mm. if we could unite, we could all make change together way quicker. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, an, an interesting thing that you mentioned is like, so my understanding of the Indian Pakistani um, conflict or like the animosity between them is along religious lines where like Muslims and Hindus. And when you, so you're saying that in America, like that animosity isn't as prevalent because you're, you're just like under, you're a Desi too. Like, let's just unite, you're saying. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a generational difference, too, where your parents have a stronger feeling towards Indian people than, let's say, contemporaries your age. I Well, you know, my dad traveled the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's always kind of told me, you know, you don't know shit until, mm -hmm. like, you travel and kind of see everybody and yeah. notice mm -hmm. everybody's the same. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And so he wouldn't let that rhetoric slide in the crib. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... I did grow up not liking Hindus. Mm. Mm. Just like out of just being Pakistani. And it wasn't until I was like 23, 20, maybe 25. Yeah. I started traveling mm -hmm. and doing a bunch of stand-up. You know, just like had more thoughts. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is such like a stupid thought to hold mm. on to. Mm. You know? Really? Like, to be honest, this is racism. You know, no, for sure. Like, it's, it's a wild racism. I mean, our listeners ask about, like, 
they, we want they want us to talk about inter-Asian racism because it yeah. exists, it's prevalent in East Asian culture too. Yeah, and it was sad. I I just remember like because I would meet Indian kids, mm-hmm. yeah. Hindu kids mm-hmm. that would come to shows, and they would like want to be like me. Mm. You know, they would look up to me and be like, "Yo, how did you do this?" And I would be like, "Man, like." For me to feel anything towards them but love uh, would be, like, really whack of me, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, like, touring with uh, Akash Singh, who's, yeah. like, a Hindu comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, like, getting really close to him. You're just like, man, you got to put that shit to bed, you know? Right. Wow. So, yeah, there was there was some growth. I, I would have, you know, the stereotypical goofy shit you would say growing up. I would we would all say it in Pakistani yeah. circles, right. and now I don't let it slide when the youngins say it. Mm-hmm. If the youngins ever say, it, I was like, nah, that's not how it is. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which is that's it's amazing. cool because I was in that position. Yeah, of course. You know, and they listen because they like, oh, you're cool, so I'm gonna listen to you. You know. Yeah. So the so the you know the feelings that you were feeling about Hindu people was that like did you pick up on that from the your community around you? I think community around right. me for sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, I feel like this is like the second time you've done this on this episode, but it's like I just love it when people are just like, yeah, I have you know I have an ego. I think racist stuff because everybody does. Yeah. yeah and it's sure. like the way that we're gonna fight it is to be like, hey, I had a lot of fucking racist ass thoughts as a kid because everyone around me felt the same way. So I'm gonna admit it, and then that's where we're gonna fix it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I can hate it when people don't admit that shit. First step. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, I'm at the first step with a lot of issues. Right. You know, like I acknowledge all my faults. You but know. that first step is such a huge step because most people c- cannot fucking do it yeah. at all. Yeah. Like they cannot do it. Right. It's so crazy. No, and you get to a second step. I've, I've moved on with the, the Hindus. I love them. Right. You know, I have nothing but love. Even what's going on in India right now, mm. I feel sad. For what's going on and the Hindu people that don't ride with that. Yeah. yeah. I feel so bad for them. Mm. You know, that they have to and the people who are misguided. You yeah. know. I just feel really I yeah, as you get older, empathy just hits you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have empathy as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. But right. I, I just I, didn't yeah. have it. I think it's very, like, clean cut. When you're a kid, you have to see things like, this is red, this is blue, this is purple. You know, like, yeah. your brain works in that kind of way. And as an mm. adult, you it's everything starts to, like, kind of, like, but, but, it, totally. together. And I think to bring Cloud it back up. to, like, the video game analogy, I think when you're a kid, you're, like, you're... Your definition of world is limited to just, like, level one, level two. But then as yeah. you get older... You start go like seeing more shit, and yeah. then that's when you have like the faculties and the capacities to be like, "Oh, not everything that I was once learned in level one is how the world really is." Mm. Yeah. And then I think that's how, because that's the same thing for me. You know, it wasn't until I left Texas when I really learned like, "Oh, liberal people aren't bad." Like, <gasps> I'm serious wow. though, because like where that? I grew up, like. Yeah. I was pumped when George Bush won. I don't know shit oh about politics, but everyone yeah. was excited, mm-hmm. and that's just. I just want friends. So I'm like, yeah, fuck Al Gore. Like, George Bush is the shit. Yeah. yeah. And then once I got older, I'm like, oh, actually, no. Like, I actually believe in the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah, know yeah. any better. Yeah. You know? You're just like in this world that you're forced to start in. You know what I think about, like, when you're, when I was a kid, how I thought learning was, was like, 
like leveling up, like you just said, like yeah. ladders. But then as an adult, I realized what it actually looks like. It's kind of like a circle where you come back. It's like an orbit and you mm. come back over and over again to something. Yeah. And then your orbit gets like, it's like a bigger circle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So totally. it's like, it's, it's like you touch this thing like, you know how I used to think about like feminism or whatever. Right, but then you revisit and then you come it back with like, and then you like more knowledge. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I like thought of that the other yeah, day. Yeah, because there all these, all these issues are cyclical. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why it's like that. We, we're we all dealing with the same shit. If we went and pointed the issues out in the 1960s, yeah. it would be so similar to the issues today. Yeah. Totally. And right? people, and people, you know how people are like, oh, well, I can't believe people are racist in 2020. And I'm like, no, it's never going to go away. It's just yeah. that we're yeah. just going to keep coming back to it over and over. They're like, oh, what is this, 1950? And I'm like, I mean... What does that time have to do with anything? We're right. always going to have this issue, you know? That's crazy. Well, Donis, this is a question we ask all of our guests, and it, that is, uh, how Asian are you? I'm more Asian than I let on. Okay? So you would, <laughs> you would not think that I know... Like, people are always surprised at how much, like, Bollywood I've seen. You know? <laughs> You would be so surprised at how well versed I am into what's going on in Bollywood. Well, do you? Is there like why do, do you like to keep it a secret? Like why do you think that is that people are always surprised? I like being unassuming. Okay, I think it gets you pretty far in life, mm. um, and it's it's a easier way of like you not having to prove it to people mm. all the time, and you do things for yourself. You know, yeah. that's the. The stuff I love mm. when you could do like even a joke for yourself right. that no one else notices I get off on that mm. right so if mm. I have my own thing I love that right now you're looking at me you're like this guy's like this this guy's like that and then every time I add like a layer mm. it's like wow this guy's depth increased to me mm. right, right? right, right. and I love I love that to be able yeah. to surprise people and let you know Yo, a lot of it is just like, I want to be cool so bad. <laughs> I want to be cool so bad. And I love like, like having layers to me, you know, and it's part of my whole thing. Yeah. To pull it out. Yeah. And just to pull it out, like, oh, yeah, I see this and, and, and I sing this, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, man. Like, one of the, I was in Atlanta. I'm opening for Mo Hammer. Yeah. And we're outside and all of the, like, Atlanta headliners came, right? Yeah. To just, like, show love. Right. And they're outside and somebody starts singing, like, this uh, Nelly song. Like, you can find me, St. Louis. Yeah. We're the good play, right? All day. And then he stopped. And then I finished the song, right? And yeah, I was yeah. like, da 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 some got dumb, some stuff. And that look that that dude gave me... Of like, just like, yo, you're so much cooler than I thought <laughs> was everything for me. Man. You were like, I've been saving this for seven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm the man, you know? Oh, that that's so crazy. Awesome. It's so funny. You know, I, I do want to, I do have a follow-up question and that is, I, I think we're very similar in that sense because I like to be very unassuming. Like, I like that. Like, keeping yeah, things on the low too. and kind of, you know, it's like a secret weapon. You're like, you don't, I try to, I dress really plain. People just think I'm a boring dude, but let me just prove to you through my actions and through my knowledge otherwise. Yeah. Now, 
do you find that that conflicts with your ambitions, like our ambitions collectively in entertainment? Because I feel like nowadays we're people are popping off. They're rewarded for their being the most outspoken, mm-hmm. the most loud. And like, yeah. do you feel like that ever come? That's like that gets challenging for you. I always say this, and my boy uh, Uzer Small, who's a writer on Rami, he always tells me it's a great quote. But everybody out here with no beliefs yeah. trying to have opinions. Mm. This is the age we live in. Right. Right? And so it's it's tough, man, for uh, us to know exactly. I do think we are at a major advantage. And tell me if y'all feel the same way. But as Asians, I feel like we're very analytical. Right? And so we are kind of able to crack. Because it's a game. Comedy's mm. a game. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, of course, you have to handle everything on stage. Like, that should be number one always. Yeah. But then there's other stuff to the game, too. Mm-hmm. And we're really good at cracking that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was emailing every college in the country three years in. Like, yeah. here, here's my tape. Let me get $800 to come through. You know, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was doing that so early compared yeah. to other kids that I was coming up with that were so funny, but weren't doing the same thing. Right, right. right? And I was like, yeah, databasing is my advantage. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's just one of the things. And, and like, just being organized and understanding those elements. Yeah. From gaming and just from being a brown kid, you know, yeah. like an immigrant, I felt like we had a huge advantage in this game, you know? Yeah. So you feel like that's, like, a trait um, that is, like, an Asian trait? Like, I would think you we're say, better yeah. at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do. Because we're just such analytical people, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you look at math scores in all over the world, and yeah. you grab them from specific countries, mm-hmm. our countries, our respectively, would always. consistently always be at the top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously it's like stereotypes or something that I like shy away from because it makes me uncomfortable. But it's kind of like what I was talking about about the period thing yeah, where I'm like, like, I'm like, all right, I'm not, I don't want to say it. And it's like anti-feminist to be like, I'm a bitch because I have my period. But then I'm like, man, I am a fucking bitch when I have my period. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> Which no, is, no. But I, I to- obviously, it's I totally agree for, because, yeah, yeah. you know, people like to, that's an easy go-to negative stereotype that people direct towards Asians. Like, yeah. you're just a bunch of math nerds. And like, that riles me up just when I hear that. Yeah, but yeah. if I really assess what you just said, I'm like, you know what? I was doing something similar too early on in the comedy game where I was making spreadsheets and like writing down every East Asian comic. I hit up like Ronnie Whoa. Chang. I was like, do you want to get coffee sometime? Like, and I knew because I like applied what I thought was a very corporate work-life mentality into this thing that's mm. very like nebulous and doesn't have a shape because it's a creative thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I, want, I saw yeah. that as like, that's a very like, my brain works very analytically like that. I have never done anything like that. I'm <laughs> not, but Well, I that's don't know. where yeah, this yeah. generalization, yeah. like it fucks up with other people who aren't like that, right. who are yeah. who are Asian. And that's why it's not fair because then it's a lot on someone like you right. where there's a huge stereotype and you don't fit that stereotype. So now... You're like, what, are you not Asian enough? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of that that or happens like, fuck too. you, Donish. What you said was offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel I am like offended. I, I talked to the other... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why I get along so much with mm. other brown guys. Yeah. And just like, 
even other Asian comics. I have a bunch of Asian comic friends. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. more than the ratio exists, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we just get along because I think this there is-, is a similar shared experience for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also... We know what we're doing. You know, <laughs> as far as like trying to get shit going, we know what we're doing, bro. Except me. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, before we let you go, Donish, can you share with us something that you're proud of? Yo, I'm proud of being proud of who I am. Yes. Oh, let's go. Nice. I'm proud of that mm-hmm. because, you know, I wouldn't switch my shit with anybody, man. Except for like LeBron or Drake. You know? <laughs> it's Me two too. people. Same. You know? Man, it's always LeBron and Drake. <laughs> yeah, it's always Brian. I and wish Drake. I was Drake so bad. <laughs> I would be Drake. Yeah. I would I would switch with Drake. That's how I know Drake Drake, like, he's fucking corny. And I I criticize him a lot because I'm like Dude, you're always just changing up your style to whatever's popping, but I'm like, can't deny these are fucking bangers. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. he's amazing. So, like, just, you know, I it took a lot of work to get here. Mm. I was not proud of who I was probably at any other point in my life. Mm. And I'm really thankful that all those moments of not being satisfied and not working on who I want to be, I'm glad it led to here because, mm. you know, this is my adult life, yeah. you know? And so to be able to be in America as an adult, proud of who you are in this, like, historic time, it's like, I just feel like the whole world is a uh, ahead of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that, I'm like, oh, you already won. Nothing mm. could work out from here on out and you already won at life, mm. you know? So that's yeah. that's a good feeling. Damn. Everything else a bonus. Damn. Yeah. Like for, okay, so for our listeners feel, who, who who struggle, who might struggle with that, like they don't feel proud of who they are mm. and you just acknowledge that you used to be at that place. Yeah. What are like the things that helped you uh, accept, have more self-love? Well, the journey to becoming a stand-up, it went through like, I, I was... You know, when you're, like, trying to be funny in public when you first start doing stand-up and uh-huh. you're, like, trying jokes on friends. Like, I hated that person, mm. right? But I needed to do that in order to get where I'm at now. Mm. So, like, you might have to go through some growing pains. Mm. That's what mm. we call them. And you might have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation where at some point you'll be driving home or thinking late at night and you'll be like, damn, I... I don't want to be this person at all, but yeah. I want what's at the end of this pot, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if, if it's for working out, you might become a health nut. Yeah. You might get so crazy about what you're putting in your body. And then you might be going to sleep and I'd be like, I can't believe I'm doing all this stuff that I deem so corny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But it's going to lead you to having a healthy relationship finally with your health or if that's what you, you know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to go through the shit. In order to get to the gold, that would be the big note. Damn. Yeah. This is mm. how this is how Asian I am, and that is when you were just when you gave us that wonderful whatever you were saying just right now. I was like, fuck. I was going through the hard times of studying for my MCAT, working for the doctor. I shouldn't have quit. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have quit. <laughs> that was I, I quit when it was getting hard. <laughs> yeah. 
That's like, I've never had like this phase of my life where I knowingly made myself do something that I wasn't happy about. Like what you were saying, oh, I hated that version of myself. Yeah, yeah. But then after it ended, some like a bad phase of my life ended, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like I... I sort of cosmically had to go through that to come mm. out where I am. Like right. I never forced myself to do anything like that, but like, I'm like, Oh, I'm so much better as a person because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So and I, I mean, there's I no, there's no one right way, you know? Cause I think that's what's, um, it is. It's a psychedelics. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms will do shit to you. Mushrooms will do shit to you and you will see the truth. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Right. I just, Trip for the first time. What? Like I, right now. I've microdosed like fifteen times. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm scared of doing. You know, I only smoke weed, yeah. so I'm scared of heavy drugs. Yeah. That, uh, mushroom felt like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I microdosed, and now I finally tripped. And my goodness, I'm still unpacking. When was this? Like a a week and a half ago. I'm oh. still unpacking. Yeah. It's it, yeah, really. Amazing experience. Yeah, so I would do mush- all the shit <laughs> that I said key. before and do mushrooms <laughs> is probably the answer. And mushrooms. Yeah, and yeah, mushrooms. Mostly yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Just mushrooms. <laughs> it's like fries with that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks again for joining us on this podcast, Donish. Yeah, and sure. uh, where can our listeners find you and your work? Uh, uh, Instagram, DMAC1. I'm on there. You know, I appreciate y'all so much for having me, man. I looked into the podcast and, you know, the guest list was crazy. And (laughs) and y'all, yeah, y'all do like a really cool job with the pod. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This was a great episode. I had so much fun. The time went by so fast. Oh, hell yeah. So funny. (laughs) Oh, good. Good. Uh, What about you, Young Me? Uh, Social media, YM Mayor and TikTok, Young Me Mayor. Nice. <laughs> nice. What about you, Brian? Uh, you guys can find me on social media at it's Brian Park, Woo. and follow our podcast Instagram at Feeling Asian Podcast. Uh, donate to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/FeelingAsian. And one last shout out goes to a, goes out to our sound engineer yeah. Sarah Pack. If you guys are looking for just an audio wizard who can fix up any of your projects, uh, hit her up at. On Instagram at impact, I am underscore P-A-K-T. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you. Yeah, just thanks for listening. (laughs) See you guys. Bye.